Good work, Shavua Tov. This evening we start the laws associated with idolatry. It's quite a long list tonight, 11 prohibitions and one positive commandment, starting with a prohibition against learning foreign theologies, certainly those that are associated with pagan idolatry. We're also told, as we say in the Shema every day, that there's a prohibition against veering after the desires of our hearts, whether those be desires in the literal sense or specifically entertaining heretical or idolatrous thoughts. Today we also learn the prohibition against cursing God. In fact, if a person would hear somebody curse Hashem directly, be required to tear one's clothes as one does in a time of mourning. The next prohibition is the prohibition against following a certain practice that is unique to a particular kind of idolatry, even if to us we think it might be a way to degrade that idol. For example, in ancient times they would throw stones at the Mercury idol, and you might think that this is degrading, but it's actually prohibited. That's followed by a more general prohibition against following any practice that we would do in Judaism as a form of worship, but instead doing it to an idol, like bowing down or bringing sacrifices. We have the prohibition against fashioning idols for ourselves, and an additional prohibition against fashioning idols for other people. There's the prohibition against fashioning any kind of ornamental statue, and the prohibition against encouraging other people to follow idolatry. We're told that if there's a city in Israel where the majority of the population begins to serve idols, we have a positive commandment to destroy that city, and two negative commandments, one never to rebuild it, and one never to benefit from any of the property of its citizens. Today's Rambam has a whopping 14 transgressions, six of which relate to what is called a Macis, one of the most objectionable people in the Jewish community, somebody who tries to seduce a fellow Jew to serve idolatry. First prohibition, do not be a Macis, do not seduce somebody to serve idolatry. Number two, do not love a person who tries to entice others to serve idolatry. Number three, do not listen to what that person has to say. Number four, do not show them compassion. In other words, to try and keep them from being prosecuted, which leads us to number five, the prohibition against sparing them from prosecution and by extension prohibition six, not to hide any evidence that would implicate them in this particular sin. We're then told that there is a prohibition against a person saying prophecy in the name of any idol, even if that prophecy does fit with the laws of terrorists. If a person predicted prophetically to perform a certain, certain mitzvah, but said so in the name of an idol, that would be the sin. Secondly, we have a prohibition against listening to somebody who shares such a prophecy. Don't be afraid of him just because you think he's a prophet. Maybe I should pay attention. Then there's the prohibition against a person giving a false prophecy. Warned also not to fear such a person thinking, oh, they might be a prophet, maybe I should listen. There's a prohibition today also not to swear using the name of any form of idolatry. The prohibition against the oiv practice of conjuring up spirits. The prohibition against the yidoini practice of a person getting into some altered mental state in order to commune with spirits. And the prohibition against moilech where people would take some of their children or even grandchildren and pass them through a fire in an idolatrous ritual. As you can see, there are many laws that are associated with or derived from the prohibition against idolatry. Today, again, is a long list, starting with a mitzvah, that one may not make a matseva. A matseva was some kind of a structure that people would use to orient themselves, to face towards when they would pray. Uh, Typically, it was used for idols, and we're not even allowed to do it in order to serve Hashem. Second mitzvah today is the prohibition against making Evan maskis, which is special stones to kneel on when you pray, even if you're praying towards Hashem. Third mitzvah, the prohibition against having wood or 
trees in the Beis HaMikdash. It was quite common in those days to make trees next to the idols to attract people. We may not do so. We have a positive mitzvah today, which is to destroy idols particularly in the land of Israel. And we have the prohibition against having any personal benefit from anything that had been used for an idol. So one of those trees that they would have planted, the Asherah trees for idolatry, we may not use for firewood. In addition, there's a separate mitzvah that we may not have any benefit from decorations used for idols. We are not allowed to make peace treaties with the seven idolatrous nations that occupied the land of Israel. We're not allowed to show any kindness towards idolaters. That includes even complementing their architecture or their art. We have the prohibition against allowing idolaters to live in Israel. The prohibition against following any heathen practices, even modes of fashion that were unique to idolaters. The prohibition against looking for omens to predict the future. The prohibition against going to fortune tellers. And the prohibition against dabbling in astrology or the likes to try to predict the future. As you can see, there are many laws that are associated with or derived from the prohibition against idolatry today. Again, is a long list, starting with a mitzvah, that one may not make a matseva. A matseva was some kind of a structure that people would use to orient themselves, to face towards when they would pray. Uh, typically, it was used for idols, and we're not even allowed to do it in order to serve Hashem. Second mitzvah today is the prohibition against making Evan Maskis, which is special stones to kneel on when you pray, even if you're praying towards Hashem. Third mitzvah, the prohibition against having wood or trees in the Beis HaMikdash. It was quite common in those days to make trees next to the idols to attract people. We may not do so. We have a positive mitzvah today, which is to destroy idols particularly in the land of Israel. And we have the prohibition against having any personal benefit from anything that had been used for an idol. So one of those trees that they would have planted, the Asherah trees for idolatry, we may not use for firewood. In addition, there's a separate mitzvah that we may not have any benefit from decorations used for idols. We are not allowed to make peace treaties with the seven idolatrous nations that occupied the land of Israel. We're not allowed to show any kindness towards idolaters. That includes even complementing their architecture or their art. We have the prohibition against allowing idolaters to live in Israel. The prohibition against following any heathen practices, even modes of fashion that were unique to idolaters. The prohibition against looking for omens to predict the future. The prohibition against going to fortune tellers. And the prohibition against dabbling in astrology or the likes to try to predict the future. People say don't bow down to idols. You think, obviously, I would never bow down to idols. I live in the 21st century. Well, when you see today's list of mitzvahs, you may realize that there are certain things Jewish people don't do because of their idolatrous roots. Whole series today of negative commandments. Firstly, the prohibition against incantations, which would include, for example, a person whispering some kind of an incantation, let's say over a snake bite, that's the classic example, thinking it will heal. The prohibition against trying to communicate with the dead in whichever way you do it. Now, yesterday we learned that there are two practices. One is called oiv and one is called yidoini that are forbidden. Today we learn that there are two separate mitzvahs, the prohibition against consulting with oiv or consulting with yidoini practitioners. We also have the prohibition against any form of witchcraft, which apparently was quite popular in ancient times. Now come the things that are a little bit closer to home. A Jewish male is not allowed to cut off his sideburns because that was part of how the priests of idolatry used to identify themselves. And we have the prohibition against shaving one's beard. We also have two separate prohibitions. The prohibition against a man dressing as a woman and the prohibition against a woman dressing as a man. 
Now here's one that's quite popular today, the prohibition against tattoos, the prohibition against cutting oneself as a sign of mourning, and the prohibition against tearing out your hair in distress or in anguish when a person, God forbid, loses a loved one.